to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And I say that a little differently today because typically when we have our podcasts, uh, we typically do it in the evening. Uh, but we want to greet everybody depending on what time zone or where they're at or when they're listening to. But uh, we've been blessed this morning to actually have an early morning podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brother David. We have with us Pastor John Matthews. How are we doing this morning, sir? The coffee is hot. <laughs> it's kicking in. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I know we have a great word for us today. Uh, so we want to just go ahead and jump into prayer real quickly. So let's look to heaven. Father, we come to you. We're giving you thanks right now, Father, as, as we lift up our hands to you and, and praise you, Lord, with our hearts, Lord Jesus. We surrender all to you, Father, uh, because you are the only and true wise God, and beside you there is no other. We stand on your word, for they are yea and amen, Lord. We believe on your promises, and whatever you say will come to pass, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for giving us a, a tender heart, Lord Jesus, yes. that, that's able to receive your word, Lord, uh, and, and continue, Lord, to give us a contrite spirit, Lord Jesus, that we will submit our ways to you, Lord, because it's not about us, it's about you, Father. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, Pastor, today we uh, we're looking at a particular passage from oh, yeah. from but, which. But, but before we go there, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're back talking about the truth again. Mm. Not in my lifetime do I ever remember a time when the truth was under such attack. The, the the truth is being assaulted. And it's gotten to the point, David, where it, it's just difficult for the truth to even survive in some conversations and in some situations. So I want to encourage each and every person this morning mm-hmm. to accept the truth. Mm-hmm. to accept the truth. It, sometimes it's just minor stuff. But but often it, it gets to be major stuff. But we've got to condition ourselves, whether we consider it minor or major, to accept the truth. That's a big challenge for a lot of people because uh, if uh, if accepting the truth was easy, we wouldn't have all these different beliefs that we have in this I'm day. I'm trying to tell you. But even believers mm-hmm. struggle with accepting the truth. Yeah. Let me give you an example. We're in John chapter 9 this morning, beginning at verse 1. Here's Jesus and the disciples. 
as he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, well, you know, I mean, in colloquial terms, where y'all get that from? And Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We, you know, it's funny because people today, as soon as they see something that that's not normal, uh, they automatically want to consider it sin. And, and not realizing and not understanding that sin may have nothing to do with it. No. At all. No. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Because night is coming. I'm telling you. Uh, they had already made up their minds what the truth really is. And instead of trying to find out what the truth was to accept it. Mm. But it gets worse. Uh, verse 6, having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with mud and said to him, Go. Wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. Uh, boy, this, if you ever go to Jerusalem, that is that, that that's uh, relics of this is still hanging around. So he went and washed and came back seeing a miracle. Mm. Now here's where it gets strange. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying. Is this not the man who used to sit in bed? Some said, and notice now some, oh, it, oh it's him. It, it is he. But others said, no, but, but he is like him. <laughs> and, and, and he kept saying that he telling both of them, look, I am the man. <laughs> He's got to tell him, tell them, be emphatically what the truth is. So they said to him, okay, then if you're really him, how were your eyes open? If you're really him. Yeah, well, you know, then how, how were your eyes open? There's still some, some doubt in their minds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one thing I do want to point out, kind of going back a little bit and then, and then hopefully lead into this, um, where, where it talks about uh, having said these things, he spat on the ground and made saliva. Uh, you, there's ministries that actually teach this practice um, that this is one way to have God uh, operate. And they try to do this type of practice when God may have spit on the ground one moment, the next moment just spoke a word, and the next moment laid hands on somebody, 
showing that, that there is no direct formula. There's no uh, one way for him to operate because people get caught up in a particular method or formula thinking, oh, this is what God has to do in order for this. In other words, they think the truth is only this way. Exactly. And they don't just do that about spitting mud. And, and and people go off on these tangents using a truth that they have configured or, you know, like the disciples did. Okay, I mean, because the, the cultural thought was, you know, if you got this kind of disability, uh-huh. it's some sin in the midst. So, uh-huh. was it you or, you know, yeah, since, since it was from birth, then maybe it was your parents. And Jesus is like, neither one. Uh-huh. They they had no they weren't searching for the truth. They had come they had boiled it down to two truths and they wanted to know which one of the truths that they had boiled it down to was the actual one. And then finally when he gets his his miracle, people have a hard time recognizing the truth. They have a hard time accepting it. Uh-huh. I remember when I gave my life to Christ, um, I was a student in college. And man, you know, I was so excited. Uh, I remember giving, uh, you know, I was a big smoker. I was a terrible smoker. Actually, I was a chain smoker. So, uh, you know, I, I was smoking a couple packs a day. You know, Benson Hedges, Menthol, 100s, Cool Pills, the Kings, or Salem's. And, um, but but the, the night I got saved, you know, I got saved at a Bible study that was over in some apartments. I went to Florida State, but uh, it was Triple T Apartments. They were over near uh, Florida A&M's campus. Matter of fact, those apartments are still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, upstairs, all the way in the corner, apartment number 26. Now we'll forget it. And uh, But I, I, I got home, and I went to see uh, one of my frat brothers. And uh, so... You know, his nick. I, I ain't going to tell you his nickname. I'll just use his real name, uh, Michael, <laughs> in case he listened to the podcast. <laughs> so uh, I, I called his nickname, and I said, uh, hey, man, you can have these. Uh, I got to say now. I don't do this no more. So he's looking at me, right? And so he, you know, all of a sudden he's like, well, thank you. And he pulls the cigarette out, you know, lights it up, and he's standing there smoking. So, so now what happened? <laughs> 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 right? So I was staying with two other guys, uh, Greg and Dan. Greg was from uh, Daytona, and Dan was from uh, Lake Placid down in Highlands County. And uh, so I got home, and you know, you know, what's going on? You know, oh, I got saved tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So next morning, you know, our morning ritual, you know, get you some coffee, fire up a joint. You know, I mean, we were pretty habitual. And I was like, nope, I got to say it last night, I don't smoke reefer no more. You know, I was like, you what? <laughs> you know. And so, uh, of course, word got out. And so, yeah, what's going down? What's going down, uh, you know, dog? You know, because uh-huh. actually, at this time, you know, I was a member of Making South Five Fraternity. Our nickname was the Q Dog. So, what's going on, dog? Hey, I gave my life to Christ uh, the, the other night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So-and-so told me about that, you know. And uh, so about two weeks later, 
I'm uh, I'm driving down Tennessee Street. We just passed Mike's Texaco. We were about a light next to the Fine Arts Building, and uh, you know I'm just sharing my testimony. You know, uh, with one of my roommates, with Greg. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. He said, man, you 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 talking about this thing like it's real, like that that actually did happen. You know, you starting to really sound like this is real. I said, it is real. You know, I've been saying two weeks by then. Uh-huh. I said, it is real. Like, you know, I gave up, you know, and they had been seeing me going to Bible study on Mondays and Wednesdays and I'm reading my Bible, hadn't got high, hadn't smoked a cigarette, had, had not had anything to drink. For two weeks in a row, and it was like, you know, is he detoxing? You know, I mean, what's, what's you know, what, what is really going on with this dude? And and so I said, you know, he said, sound like you 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 really this really happened. I said it did happen. Yeah, I told you it happened. And uh, I remember him saying, "Man, you you really are you really are a Christian now." You were like, "Yeah, have I been telling you?" He said, "Man, we just all thought." You know that you had, you know, got some bad LSD, some bad, some bad drugs, and you was tripping. Yeah. <laughs> you know how people, you know, get do the drug thing and they think they Jesus or Napoleon or somebody else like that. <laughs> you know, because they, they was wondering, you know, should we call the people? Well, he ain't doing nothing to hurt himself, you know, right? <laughs> you know, but but to, for two weeks, my entire uh, frat and and friends and people around them, uh-huh. they all watching me be be this different person. And, you know, what's wrong with him? Yeah. I'm telling them every day I'm a Christian. They see me read my Bible. They notice, you know, I mean, I hadn't gotten hot in two weeks, for two weeks in a row, and and uh, they thought it was because I had got too high. <laughs> and, and it was affecting my mentality. <laughs> you just got high on the right stuff. Yes, finally. Best high I ever had. It took them all that time to accept the truth. But some people never do. Let me let me show you what I'm talking about. Uh, in back back to the scripture. Verse eight. Verse eight. But now I wanna uh what he went to his parents. Um he told him, you know, well, there was this man called Jesus. He made mud and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the Solomon and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. And they said to him, where he at? You know, excuse me, where is he? And he said, I do not know. They brought uh, to the Pharisees. The, they went and took him to the Pharisees. Uh-huh. So the man had who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Uh-uh. So the Pharisees again asked him, "Now, <laughs> now, uh, how, how you receive your sight? How did that happen?" And he said to them, "Well, because uh, he, he's he's stuck on the truth. Uh-huh. He can't say anything else but what he knows is true." Amen. He put Amen. mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. So some of the Pharisees said. This man is not from God. I'm talking about Jesus. You know, he he does not keep the Sabbath. Watch out now. But others said, <laughs> how can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. 
So they said again to the blind man, who's not blind anymore, by the way, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? And the blind man, well, you know, I think he's a prophet. In other words, he's got to be some kind of man of God, you know, because remember, I was blind and I do now see. Amen. Yeah. You know, matter of fact, things look pretty good. You know, first time I, I you can imagine he's standing there. Mm-hmm. It's the first day he's ever seen all his life. And and he's definitely up in age. Yes. You know, holding this kind of intellectual conversation with these nuts. And they yet re- refuse to accept the truth. Instead of glorying in the, in the fact yes. and celebrating that this man finally can see what blue, yellow, green, yes. red, all these different colors uh, and different uh, objects, what they actually uh, look like. Because yes. for his entire life, he just had nothing but to do but to, to feel and to He was touch. a beggar. Yeah. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight. Until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, is this your son? Now, obviously, all these people, you know, it's like, okay, this got to be a twin or fake or something. They were just struggling with this, accepting the truth. Uh Is this your son who was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, we know that this is our son. And we know that he was born blind, but how he now sees, we we do not know, nor do we know who it was that opened his eyes. Ask him. He's of age. He's mature. He's a grown man. Uh Ask him. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they were in fear. They were literally in fear of telling the Jews the truth. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. So mm. they're denying the truth because they know these people are so hardened against this man, even if it's the truth, until you know they would put them out the church for believing the truth. And how how many how many of us have done that? I'm just saying they stuck. We heard the truth. We see the truth. Yeah, evidence. But we're afraid to say anything. Yeah, because, you know, if others are not believing the truth, even if it is the truth, then, well, we're trying to keep things straight between us and them, so we downplay. We we don't uh, fully accept the truth. It's challenging. I mean... You, this is what it really means when, when you say you love God and, and you believe in God to really stand for him. Yes. Uh, regardless of what other people feel or think uh, or even say. Yes. Uh, and God has given us that word to be bold, to be c- courageous, you know, to to know what he's done for you. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of what anybody else says. Correct. Because the truth is always going to bring uh, division. Yes. You know, he said, I, I, I didn't come to bring peace, but I came to bring a sword. And 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 that sword is, is to cause division from those who want to believe and those that don't want to believe. The devil is such a deceiver. And he's 
are so so deceptive and 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 so good at it from years of practice by the way uh-huh. and until he gets people in this conundrum of of what is or is not truth and he just leave and but see only faith in the truth is really going to help you yes and that's what he's after he's 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 after your faith he either wants to to sow seeds of doubt in your faith or to give you something else to totally have faith in so that you don't accept the truth. And, and it's so difficult because just like with the, the couple here, so many people, they they accept the truth based on, you know, who's telling it, the popularity. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That has uh, people have whether they want to admit it or not, they do have a level of respect of, of persons. Yes, you know if such and such says it, I believe it. Yeah, but somebody else could come in tell you the exact uh, opposite, but because they don't have that level of influence, mm-hmm. bring the truth, you won't hear it. That's why one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, and I have a few hundred favorites, <laughs> but one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is is when Paul uh, was teaching in Berea, uh-huh. and and it, the people they 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 got there, they they took notes, you know, kind of uh, you know updating the, the version. But this is what happened: they got there, they n- took notes in their mind, they didn't have paper and pen, but once the message was finished, uh. it says they went back. They took the time to search the scriptures to see if what Paul said was was so. That's right. Trust but verify. All day. Now, Paul didn't have a problem with that. He didn't say, now, I can't believe you guys. I take the time to come all the way over here to risk my life to to tell you the truth and and then you know you got to check everything I'm saying. He didn't say that. Uh. He commended them. That's right. He said that they were more noble than than others because they were willing to go through this process. Here's what Paul knew. Number one, I'm telling the truth. Number two, if you search the scriptures, it's going to verify. That I'm telling the truth. It's gonna be that witness there. And number three, uh-huh. it's going to 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 help if you keep this process. It's gonna help you to unverify things that aren't true. So if somebody else comes and you're doing the same thing, theirs is not going to line up with the scriptures, and then you're gonna block the the uh, false doctrine. So this is a great process. Amen. So, so why do you think, Pastor, most people don't, uh, and, and trust me, I was super guilty of this, especially in my younger days, um, of just taking the pastor's word for granted. Uh, even though I was a, a young study in the Bible, but I still took certain things for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I remember there were certain things that I thought were even biblical. Mm-hmm that weren't even biblical, because mm-hmm. they sound good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, um, one thing that came it's out It's a my comfort life. level. What's comfortable to me, yeah, that sound real good. What's not comfortable, oh, I need to go check that. No, check it out. 
That's right. You know, but but then be able to actually verify one way or another. Some people checking stuff and they don't even know how to check it. But do you think too also because um, of of the person that it's coming from? Yeah. You know that that either there's a relationship or a trust level. Oh yeah. But but we forget that we still are held accountable. Well, God still wants us to 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 learn how to to uh, filter, to learn how to study to show ourselves, study to show ourselves approved. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's where we often fall short. We yeah, we lazy. Yeah, we are lazy. I'll leave that for the for the for the pastor and the preacher. That's their job. We don't. We oh, excuse me. Let me not say we're lazy. We don't put forth the necessary <laughs> effort at times. <laughs> Yes, there are times that we we feel more comfortable not putting forth the necessary effort. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> may, we may lose some listeners after hearing all that. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell the truth. Amen. I'm gonna accept the truth. That you, you, you know, we, let's just deal in, in what is right and what is true. Amen. Yeah. So. Uh, the second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. How y'all know he a sinner? <laughs> he answered, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know the, that I was blind and now I see. Amen. And they said, well, what did he do to you? How, 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 how did he open your eyes? And the man is like, you know, what's wrong with you guys? He answered them, I have told you already, and, and you, you're not listening. Uh, why do you want, want to hear it again? Then he asked, do you also want to become his disciples? Mm. Oh, they mad now. They reviled him saying, you are his disciple. But we are the disciples of Moses. Oh, watch out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, stuck. We know that, by the way, they had never seen Moses. Amen. But they're his disciples. We, they can see and listen and hear, hear Jesus, and, and they're, they're watching his ministry being verified by what he's doing. Uh, we know that God has spoken to Moses. But as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man now, and I see the blind man done turn into a theologian. I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> the man answered, uh, okay, uh, why? This is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. He's, he's your first apologist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We know that God does not listen to sinners. Watch out now. But if anyone, this is a blind man. Yeah. But he, 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 he had been blind with his eyes. Come on. But his reason wasn't blind. Yes. And, and, and his faith definitely not blind now. We, we know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will. That's right. God listens to him. Never since the beginning of the world has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. Uh. That 
the, the blind man preaching never seen Jesus. They saw Jesus. They answered him, you were born in utter sin. Now, now mm-hmm. we know from Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Now, technically, we're all born in sin and okay. shaped in iniquity. So they were right, but that wasn't what they were trying to say. Because they were believing, like the disciples said, that either your parents sin or you sin, right? You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? They cast him out. They put the man out. A, a blind man mm-hmm. making sense, well, excuse me, a former blind man making sense in a miracle instead of giving glory to God, they put him out. You know, that, and that's one thing, you know, that's why it's hard for people, some people to accept the truth mm-hmm. because they're caught up into their methods, their, their uh, forms of legalism, thinking you have to do things a certain way. Yes. In order to be uh, saved, healed, mm. delivered, whatever the case may be. And, you know. I, I, the truth I, is confess. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, and that's, that's my testimony. I mean, and believe. I, I came out of that system where uh, you had to do certain things in order for you to be saved. When, when Christ very uh, clearly says in Ephesians that we are saved by grace through faith. Not of that of ourselves, lest any man should boast. Correct. And and we have to be very conscious about that because too many religions. That's you know this is the one the one thing. If you want to know what separates us from all these other different religions, ninety probably ninety nine percent of the religions out there are a works based salvation. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. God calls us. We come to a, a sense of repentance. We believe on him, as the scriptures have said, uh, and, and then we live. But all of that is done by his grace. Mm-hmm. It's him that does the work. We do nothing. Yes. Um, we can't do nothing. Uh, and, and this is where the division comes in. And we have to be wise to that. When we listen to people, he want, they want to refer to his, his initial state of being in sin. Mm-hmm. And and because they want to refer to that, they think, well, you can't tell us nothing. You're still in your sin. And that's what the world will do to you mm-hmm. and try to convince you of. But if you know that God delivered you and God called you, you stand on that truth. You stand on the truth, his word. That's right. And that's what it means to be right here. He was really doing uh, apologetic work. People yeah. think that you have well, to be explain this. for uh, cut down the Christianese Apolog- apologetics, defending is, defending the truth, defending the truth. You know, right. but, but you got to know the truth, accept the truth to be able to defend the truth. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and he he wasn't no great uh, uh, expounder or theologian. Wasn't a Pharisee or said he wasn't one of the Man. great ministers of that time. But he, but, but you you're you're empowered when you know and believe the truth. Come on, and that's what he stood on. He stood on that. Yes. Uh, and he believed that. But it, when you stand on that, you got to understand, too, you will be reviled. Accepting the truth does not make, mean that life is always going to be easier. That's it. They because there are those that, you know, haters that have accepted the lie. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And, and having found him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the blind man answered, and, and who is he, sir, 
that I might believe in him. And Jesus said to him, you have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. And he said, Lord, I believe. Uh. And he worshiped. Uh. It's sad that, that, that there's such a challenge to believe the truth. So Jesus said, uh, for judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see and those who may be, uh, and those people, they become blind. They may not become blind with their eyes, but, but when you don't accept the truth, it creates a blind spot uh-huh. in your thinking, a blind spot in your faith, a blind spot in your life. Uh-huh. And when you blind, you're, 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 you're more vulnerable. You know, I, I, I was thinking about something when you said that. You know how we drive in cars mm-hmm. and we have the side mirrors, mm-hmm. but yet there's still a blind spot there. Yes. Uh, but now, through technology, mm-hmm. uh, they've equipped cars with the side mirrors that have these little indicators mm-hmm. on the mirrors that light up mm-hmm. for your blind spot so mm-hmm. to let you know there's that something there. there's something there. The Word of God, if you get enough of it in you, Every every word that you receive, all of the truth that you receive, eliminates blind spots. Uh. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said, uh, they listened to Jesus, what he was saying to the blind man. Are we also blind? <laughs> Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. In other words... Oof. You are blind because you won't accept the truth. Listen, listen, people, if you're listening to us this morning, treasure the truth. Mm. Seek it. Like the scripture says in Proverbs, like it's a hid treasure. Mm-hmm. Seek it. Prioritize it. Uh, put forth the necessary effort. <clears throat> Study to show thyself approved. Bless your life. And through your life, bless others like this man did. Accept the truth. Yes. Amen. So we pray that uh, you receive this truth that was brought forth today. Jesus very clearly said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father except by me. Uh, Pilate asked him the big question. What is truth? And he turned his back on it. Please don't turn your back on the truth. No. But accept the truth. Accept the truth. It may be painful. It may be uh, uh, tough to deal with. You may be ostracized, criticized. That's right. But accept the truth. Accept it. Uh, it, It will cause you and test you to see where your heart is and show you where your heart really lies. And more than that, the truth shall make you free. Free. Amen, amen. So with that said, Pastor, go ahead and close us out in prayer. Oh God, lift up truth in this world. Lord, let those that know the truth stand for it, stand in it, and stand with it and and share it. We know that the gospel of Jesus Christ 
is, is the truth. Let people accept it. Let people accept you and come to know you as this, as this blind man did, as one that would give us our sight. We might have natural sight, but Lord bless that so many more will gain spiritual sight. Give us a heart to want, to seek after, and to accept the truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.